Ah, greetings and welcome, fellow travelers of space and time. For whatever reason, bad luck, karma, serendipity, you've landed in my, our universe, the universe of fishing without bait. A lifetime without definitive expectations where we continuously look for and chase that white rabbit all the way down the rabbit hole. My name is Jim Allermeyer, and I'm a behavioral health therapist. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend, producer, and co-host, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike! Good to see you again, Jim. Hear you as the people in the audience are. And uh, what, you always the, the misfortune like angle that you're going at the beginning there. I this is it's always good to hear a different voice and hear hear uh, uh, one this show. I hope so. You guys subscribing out there. Uh, and, uh, and, and Jim, I want you to project positivity more than that intro. <laughs> but no, it's good to be with you. It's a lot of fun. Intro and all, all great, uh, here for, uh, Fishing Without Bait. So great. So, uh, Mr. Mike, how are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, we have landed yourself in the middle of a podcast day with us. So I'm energized talking with some good friends. Well, somebody asked me today, Hey, how are you doing? And I said, well, I'm not keeping score anymore. I'm not keeping score anymore. What does not keeping score mean to you, Mike? That means just uh, being there to play the game. Right, and not not judging yourself against some standard. Exactly. Beautiful. Before we start into this week's topic, I'd like to discuss the uh, recent blog post, Through the Eyes of a Child. And if you haven't seen the blog post, I'd really like you to, to take a look at it. I'd like to take a look at it when you look under read under fishingwithoutbait.com. Uh, it's full of imagination and has a form of cre- creativity and a view of living that's really and truly beyond wonder. And Mike, this gives feeling a whole new purpose. Uh, the, this is the real focus of Fishing Without Bait, the joy and wonder of being alive. No agendas, no ulterior motives, merely experiencing joy in the moment. And again, Mike, we're talking about full impact mindfulness. And again, I'm going to ask you, have you become so inured with your life that you're unable to simply see the joy and wonder and glow as a child does in their own life? If your answer is in any way yes, you can take the steps to do something about it. And again, that's high-impact mindfulness, full-impact mindfulness. It's about being aware and alive. It's about being in every moment and living in every moment. And that's my challenge out there, to find the sheer joy and wonder of being alive and find the exquisiteness of each moment and never be bored again. So please, please go back to that previous blog post and and read about it. And I'd love to hear, hear your comments. So, uh, Mr. Mike, uh, for tonight's topic, once we get in, we go back to our dear friend Lewis Carroll and the sequel to Alice in Wonderland, which was called Through the Looking Glass. So when you think about looking glasses, what do you think about, Mike? Well, I think about, well, funny word for mirror, as I was raised to call it, because <laughs> that was always whenever that, because there was a, a TV version of, of that book. Uh, that came on uh, when I was a child, and uh, that always seemed like a curious name for it. Like, what's a looking glass? Yes, and of course, you learn that that yes. it is a mirror, which leads us into the uh, the topic, the title of uh, tonight's podcast, which is windows and mirrors. So, tell me about mirrors, uh, Mike. Tell me what uh, what do they tell you? What, why, why do people look at them? They remind me what I look like, mm-hmm. very much so. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, for me, if I can get deep for a moment, I don't know. Uh, I often forget what my self-image is. It's not what I see in the mirror. I'm like, oh, hey, who's that guy? And, um, and and I need that reminder every once in a while of exactly 
what everybody else sees here. So a mirror is a reflection, right? Yeah, it's a reflection of, of reality. It can be a reflection of reality. And most of the time, it's a reflection of your perceived reality. Exactly. So, so, Mike, have you ever been to a carnival or a circus and been in a fun house? Oh, yeah. I loved the fun house back in the day at the old uh, great county fair. And have you have you ever been through the fun house mirrors? And what what do those mirrors look like? What do those mirrors do? They're all wavy and they and they uh, uh, distort what what's looking at them. Indeed, they provide a distorted view of yourself and a distorted view of reality. So, how often do we do we look through those, look in those mirrors, and find a distorted reality? Also, Mike, uh, you can use a mirror for self-evaluation purposes, correct? To do a personal inventory of our strengths and weaknesses, which quite so often when we look through a lens that other people offer in critiques and judgments of those around us. However, how often do we look in that mirror and notice ourselves? Mike, does a mirror take sides? No, it's an impartial party. Is a mirror judgmental? Nope. Or is a mirror neutral, reflecting exactly what's right in front of it? Uh, however, we can certainly get off track and lose who we really are. And using a focused approach to paying attention on purpose, Mike, which of course is mindfulness, paying attention on purpose, we can get a realistic view of ourselves and find out who we truly are. My hope is that everyone out there is evolving and changing. I certainly hope that you're not the same person you were this morning. And truly, how could you tell? How could you tell if you were the same person as you were this morning, Mike? By looking back in the mirror. By looking in that mirror. And as Alice says in, uh, in Through the Looking Glass, she says, I knew who I was when I got up this morning, but I think I must have seen changed several times since then. Uh, what does that mean to you, Mike? Uh, do you want to be static? Do you want to remain stable? Do you want to, or do you want to change, or do you want to be trapped? You've changed. You've uh, experienced adventures that have affected you. So there's also there's also mirrors and there's also windows. Both are glass, correct? Right. Uh, so what's the difference between a window and a mirror, Mike? Well, a window just lets the light pass through. Mm-hmm. Windows you can see through and. Mirrors reflect, reflect back, okay? So remember our dear friend Rumi a few uh, podcasts ago when he suggested that the moon's kiss cannot come through a closed window? And what we're always talking about was turning certainties into possibilities. So let's talk about the days before air conditioning. And when your house got stuffy and things got hot inside, what would you, what was the only thing you could do? Just don't. Open a window, open, go outside. You could open the window. Yeah, let open, the outside in. Yes, open the window and let the outside in. Wouldn't that be experiencing reality? So how often How often do we have our windows closed? Our windows closed, so sometimes our environment gets real stuffy, real uncomfortable. Our lives inside of us, our, our surroundings, though our thoughts and feelings get very uncomfortable, do they not? So how often do we don't understand that we do have a window that we can open? We can open it into the outside world. And do not your do not your body does not your body do not your thoughts and do not your emotions need to regulate it also? And when we keep them inside of us 
and we don't open that window and air things out, let in new ideas, have that beginner's mind, that opening of a child, that joy and wonder. That's how we get refreshed. That's how that air blows through us. And again, I refer back to that beautiful child looking at that, looking at that, that wonderful sight of hers, the joy and wonder. Do you think her windows were open or closed, Mike? Wide open. Wide, wide open, open. Just like those wide eyes you see open. in the picture. So when we walk through life wide open, full impact mindfulness, wide opening, opening, opening that mirror, opening that mirror. So when the windows are when the windows are shut and the curtains are drawn, what's it like inside that house, Mike? It's dark. It's dark. So are you experiencing some darkness in your life? And when it's dark, can you even see in a mirror, Mike? Nope. Is there any reflection? No, because it needs the light to be able to do the reflection. Well said. It takes light to make a reflection. And we can't have light unless our windows are clean and our windows are open. So, uh, again, how we can do that, we have to be able to recognize when our house gets stuffy. When our thoughts and feelings get stale, have you have you ever been stale in your life, Mike? I think certainly. I think when people um, look at their life and they realize they're kind of in the rat race and looking at their job and looking at their life and 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 what they're doing, so that they just need a change. Absolutely. So let's look. Let's again refer to our twelve step recovery world. And let's say you're having difficulties in your life, some type of trouble, some type of distress. Uh, you know, and we ask yourself, what are you, what are you seeing in that mirror that you think is important? Or do you avoid looking in that mirror? Tell me, Mike, when you were having times of trouble in your life and things perhaps weren't going well and you were in distress, did you, did you really want to look in that mirror? No, because you, you see all those issues kind of reflected back at you and it's a reminder. Absolutely. So what we do, Mike, is we have a choice, and we're always talking about conscious choice. This is a this is a subject in an area which we're going to continue to explore and stress. And do we not have a choice as whether to look in a mirror or look out a window? Do we have a choice? Absolutely. So when we choose to see our existence through the world and the universe through a window, we believe there's an opportunity beyond it. We believe there's an opportunity beyond it. So quite often, when we're looking in that mirror, there is no opportunity beyond that mirror. Okay. However, there is an opportunity beyond through that window, is there not? So what we're going to be talking about is learning how to open it. So when we're looking through that window and opening that window, we're talking about possibilities and not certainties. And isn't it much like chasing that metaphorical white rabbit, Mike? Right. Isn't it like chasing that white rabbit? So we're getting back to the point where we're talking about that funhouse mirror. Because sometimes when we look that mirror and get the reflection, we can often get an inaccurate, fuzzy, contorted view of the world. Can we not? So when we're looking through that mirror, we can also become self-absorbed. We can become self-absorbed. A window allows a possibility. It's a beginning to focus on potentials. So my suggestion is that you have the tools. I'm going to give you some tools, and we're going to continue to talk about this in a future podcast. You have a tool. You have. I'm going to 
show you how to use mirrors and how to use windows and the choice on which one to use in your life in any particular circumstance. So I thank you so much for joining us tonight and please do a kindness for another. And until all are free, none are free. Thank you so much again. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.